0: what's happening rerun Nation welcome to our final sales meeting in 2021 I can't believe it gosh where the heck does the time go you know it's just uh, it's crazy I feel like I say this at the end of every year but I just you know just goes by in a blink sometimes in the moment it feels like it's gonna take forever and uh, and in the end you know it just uh, here we are looking looking at the uh, the new year right in the face staring it down. Look, I hope it's been a wonderfully fruitful year for you. And if it hasn't been, that's okay. Pick yourself up, dust yourself off. We'll spend some time together in the new year and um, we'll keep on rolling forward because that's how we've got to do it. For those of you who've reached out since we relaunched the podcast in October of 2021, thank you. And uh, I continue to get emails and messages and, and uh, private messages on Facebook and uh, text messages and all kinds of stuff uh asking questions, staying engaged with me, telling me things that y'all want to talk about that you want me to dig into a little bit and um one of our listeners recently was talking to me about social media and they were mentioning that they they just hired a company uh to do some of their social media and um it's just has it's not been working out it's not been working out that great for them and they're getting they're getting frustrated and and uh, they don't know what to do because they just said they're not very good at social media and, and they wanted to know if I had any pointers or tips and maybe we could talk about that on uh, on the podcast. So we're going to uh, we're going to do just that. We're going to talk about some of the mistakes that people make with social media and how you can avoid them. How's that sound? So we're going to wrap this year up with uh, five big mistakes that folks make on social media and how you can avoid them. And uh, I hope this gives you some inspiration. To do better if you have follow-up questions uh and uh or you want to you know dive deeper into some of these and let me know and we'll we'll dig into it in another episode all right all right rerun nation listen up i'll get you back to the show in a sec but i gotta talk to you about something real fast whether you've heard me say this before or not hear me now there are two things not one but two things that agents need to have on their own to really control their own business and be truly independent The first, you've got to be able to lead gen for yourself. And the second, you need to own your own systems. That's right. If you're deep in the weeds of whatever CRM website or tools that your brokerage provides, then you just don't truly own and control your own business. And if you don't believe me, let me tell you, you can try leaving that brokerage and see how easy it is to take it all with you. Trust me. I've been there and it sucks, but I've got great news. Here at Reraw, we've invested in building something just for you. Our new contactical system is built on enterprise-grade software and includes everything you need in a system to run and control your real estate business. And this isn't some affiliate deal either. My business partner and I put this together and managed it ourselves. I actually had it built for my real estate business, and now it's available to you. I want to give you a 14-day free trial. Just head over to reraw.com forward slash CRM. You'd probably call it a CRM, too, but really, this thing is a full-on business management system. It includes a simple CRM and an app for your phone to go with it. You've got your agent website. Actually, we give you unlimited sites, single property pages, lead gen, landing pages, funnels, all of it. It gives you the automation you need. You can leverage that for lead gen or just to set up your drip campaigns. And if you prefer more personal interaction, you can send one-off manual communications, too. We include a dialer for both inbound and outbound calling, reputation management tools, personalized online schedule, and more. It's just great because Contactical has it all. It's powerful and comprehensive, which allows you to consolidate multiple services into one and really save a ton of money. And it's got more features, by the way, than you're probably going to need when you start. But here's the cool part. It's one flat price. So you can grow your business over time and not worry about spending more dough to unlock extra features. It's all already in there. Anyway, I'll get you back to the show. But first, go get your 14-day free trial. No setup fees or contracts. Just head over to reraw.com forward slash CRM. Get your free trial, invest in your freedom, and finally, take control of your business. That's reraw.com forward slash CRM. We'll see you there. But for now, let's rock and roll. So the first big mistake, we're going to go through five of them. The first big mistake that a lot of agents make when, when they're getting going on social media, when they're leveling up on social media, is they hire a company to do all of it for them, and then they never participate personally. And this is probably one of the, one of the biggest ones I see. Folks, you got to remember something. When you hire a company who, who does social media posting on your behalf, it takes the you out of the equation. Now you might say, well, James, what if it's just supposed to be supplemental? Well, that's different, and we'll talk about that in a second. But what most agents do when they hire a company to do all of their social media for them is that company is posting the same generic photos, the same generic content. Sure, it might be, oh, well, they customized and branded it to me. Okay, sure. But... You may have seen me post, uh, oh gosh, I've posted this in a number of Facebook groups, but uh, (laughs) there's kind of like an image of like a bluish colored house with the lights on and the driveways wet. And um, it's probably like the most overused, common, uh, abused photo in real estate. It's like people put it as their cover photo. People use it on postcards. I've, I've literally seen it on commercials, like on nationally televised commercials. Like some of you are probably doing the same thing I am on, on this side of the microphone. closing my eyes and I can like literally see the exact picture of that house that I'm thinking of. And um, you think that that company that you hired doesn't have other local agents that they are also working with that are going to post the exact same types of things on their social media? The problem that happens when, when agents hire a company to do all of their social media and they never participate personally is the only thing that they see is all the stuff that the company posts for basically everybody else too. You're not unique. You're not different that way. So offering, uh, having a company that offers um, some, some social media posting still requires your participation. I was talking to somebody just the other day actually who was telling me a little bit about their... Um, we we're, were talking about a one-on-one coaching opportunity that they're uh, discussing with me at this time, and one of the things we were talking about was social media, and they said, you know, I've been posting a lot on social media, but I'm just not getting as much out of it. And I was like, well, you got to make sure that you're engaged in that, right? Because the company might post stuff for you, but then if you're not the one doing the responding and if you're not the one, like, you know, being on the platform and doing stuff, you're totally screwing yourself over because nobody ever gets to see you, right? So... If you do hire a company, one of the ways that you can avoid making them this deadly mistake of of is by not letting the company be the that that you hire, the marketing agency that you hire to do the posting for you, not letting that be the only social media presence that you have. Okay? So you need to make sure that you're still posting uh, on on social media, if somebody goes and comments or likes it, you can you need to connect with them. You need you personally need to be the one responding and reaching out. And you also need to make sure that when you hire a company, that they're providing you with something that's unique and different, not something that you know. You need to ask them like, Hey, how many other agents do you serve in my market? You know, how's the content that you're going to be posting for me different than the content you're posting from others? You know, what's unique and special and different about this? Okay, so you want to stand out. We don't want to be like everybody else. And the part that makes you stand out is the stuff that you do personally, not the stuff that everybody does for you, right? Okay, which leads us right into the next one. Actually, it's a, it's a nice smooth roll into the next one. The second big mistake that people make on social media is whether it's a company that does it for them, or if you're doing your own posting on social media, you only post about real estate stuff. And I know like the tendency to do this is, is like so, it's just a, it's so easy to do because we just have this idea that I just want everybody to know that I'm always busy all the time. And like, and this is how slammed I am. And like, and you know, how are they going to want to work with me, James, if they never see me online posting about houses and that I've sold and clients that i have closed and like the new, the new car that I got pulled up in front of my new listing and like whatever, right? You got to post about you, the person that you are right now. I, You know, we all have different approaches on social media. I don't actually post much about real estate business at all. I focus on building relationships. I do a lot of engagement on other people's posts, and I do a lot of engagement in groups and community groups. I have community groups of my own, buy, sell, trade groups, all that kind of stuff. But I do a lot of engagement that way, and I deal with that kind of stuff on my own. Now, if you were if you were to hire a company to post stuff about real estate like we talked about in number one, you have to supplement that with posts that you put about you personally and that, you know things that you're doing, a good restaurant in town, a fun experience that you had, an exciting story that you wanted to share, something funny that your kid did, right? Like, whatever it is. But you also could choose to just be really engaged in the community um, and you know do a lot of outreaching on social media, so engage with other people's posts, but you can't only post about real estate stuff and then think that people aren't gonna get sick of you. That's kind of like when a lot of people call me and they say, hey man, like I totally screwed over, uh, I have totally screwed up all my relationships and my sphere of influence. I'm like totally, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all messed up and backwards now because nobody wants to talk to me anymore. And I said, well, yeah, it's probably because the only thing you ever talk about is real estate. You still need to have the good relationships that you had before, right? So you gotta make sure that if you have a company that's doing it all for you, like we talked about in number one, that you're also posting, Uh, to supplement that, right? And still being you and doing the engagement and the interaction. But then number two, like we said, you can't only be posting about real estate stuff, whether you're doing it or a company's doing it for you. You have to make sure that the real person, the real you is somewhere out there on that social media world. Okay. The third big mistake that agents make is faking it. I, I don't like this, this whole, like fake it till you make it thing. We all have to start from somewhere. We all were at one time a point where, we hadn't sold a house before. Nobody sold a house until they've sold a house. That's okay. It's okay to be new. It's okay to not be the the agent with a private jet and taking your helicopter to all your listing appointments and you know having a driver and like yeah, whatever. Like it, it's okay. You know, like sure, you've got to you've got to come off as confident. You know, you got to put yourself out there and, and be confident, perhaps in a in a way that doesn't feel natural or normal because maybe you haven't closed a house yet, or maybe you've only worked with buyers and it's your first listing. I don't mean that, you know, you, you can't suppress the, the fear, right? And just kind of like put that smile on your face and go out there and kick some ass. But a lot of agents are so keen on like, I'm going to go rent a car. I'm going to go take pictures in front of that car, in front of this mansion, in front and do all this stuff. Like I'm going to, I'm going to fake it. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go buy the lookalike stuff. I'm going to go buy, like, the fake Rolex. I'm going to go buy the whatever because I want people to think I'm balling, right? What's that doing for you, though? And also, by the way, like, this might sound weird, but it's such an easy way to get caught up in lies, you know? You, you you get so used to faking it, you, like, forget the person that you are, or you get so used to faking it online, but you're not used to faking it in your real life. So, like, <laughs> so then somebody comes up and, they're like, hey, I saw this post online, and, Oh. You don't look like you're doing as good as uh, as I thought you were. You ever hear that? you ever hear people talk about that online? They're like, "Oh yeah, nobody ever shows them true their true selves on on social media." Well, don't be afraid to be the one that does that. That actually does make you different. And by the way, people like seeing that because it makes you relatable. You know, it's becoming more common and popular to share to to share our struggles, to to embrace the things that we have difficulty with. Don't be afraid to to just be real about the fact that, like, hey, I just got into real estate or, hey, like, I've closed a few houses, but guess what? I have openings. I'm available for more. I've, I can take on more clients, you know? Your goals don't, like, it, all the judgment that gets passed because people will be like, oh, well, your production is, yeah, who cares what, what everybody else thinks about your production because your life is your life. Your goals are your goals. Maybe maybe you're happy with your production, Right. You don't have to fake it and be like, oh, "I'm the biggest agent in the world." I mean, look at me, I'm a real estate coach. I'm a real estate coach. A lot of people will be like, "Oh yeah, man. You just you coach because you couldn't sell." No, actually, I still sell. Well, I looked you up. I don't see a ton of production. Yeah, it's cuz like 80 plus percent of my deals are off market. Stuff that you're not going to see. I connect the dots. I give away lots of referrals. I do things differently. I don't care what others think of it. I just but I don't have to fake it you know, well, I could sell more than you. Awesome. I'm not trying to be the biggest, right? I'm trying to do what's good for my life. So I don't want to spend my time faking it because in, in showing off something different than actually exists, when I have, you know, when I have soccer games on Saturday or Sunday to coach, because I'm, I'm involved in my kids' lives in that way, you know, I don't have to, I don't apologize for it. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm you know, I'm not available. Because I'm, cause I'm, you know, showing a $25 million house. No. I'll show up to the showing after the soccer games in my, in my, my running shorts and my, my shoes and all sweaty and gross. People are like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm a real person. I just came from a soccer game. Yeah, my kid's team, yeah, we won. Like, how exciting, you know? So I don't want to fake it. I want to show people the real me. They like working with people they can relate with. And, you know, you tend to attract what you put out there, but if all you're putting out there is fake, you can expect to attract a lot of fake people. So just be you. Show it off. It's not enough people being real online. So be real. The fourth. Whew, we're only done our four. Boy, oh boy, I talk a lot sometimes. That's probably the best reason to have a podcast, right? My wife, my wife will tell me she'd be like, "Well, it's a good thing you have a podcast because you know then you can at least hear yourself talk for a while." So that's good. <laughs> um, all right, so number four: this is a huge one, and this doesn't even just apply to social media. This applies to damn near anything. almost anything. There are some exceptions, not many, though. Thinking that you have to be perfectly consistent before you can do anything at all. So a lot of people are like, "Well, I don't know. I just feel like it's overwhelming to think about posting, you know, 37 times a week, okay? Who said you have to do that? Well, I read an article. Okay. I read an article too. You want to know the, why the podcast disappeared for a little while? Because I got overwhelmed. I had so many people asking me for coaching and so many people asking me for training products and all kinds of stuff. And, you know, now we, and I got to the point where I was like, man, I, I am a one man show. I can do all this. I can't be consistent at it to hell with it. And then my business partner came up to me one day and he goes, you know, you could be consistent in just doing it when you're capable of doing it, and I was like, "That's a good point." And he's like, "Yeah, man, start that podcast back up, get that going." That's how this whole thing started to begin with. I said, "Well, yeah, dude, we got three different show formats, though. It's like so mind boggling to to produce three episodes, like, and you know, to always be trying to find people to interview and and uh, and to find the time to ramble and do all that stuff." And he goes, "Who cares?" He's like, "It's your show." He's like, "What if you can only get one episode out per week? What if you can do a sales meeting?" I was like, "I could do a sales meeting pretty consistently." And he goes, "Okay." And I said, "Yeah, but I got three. I got I got the other two episodes. I got to post on you know Wednesday and Friday." And he goes, "No, you don't. Just post them when you can." And I was like, "Oh, that's well, shit. That's a good idea." So I'm inconsistent in posting uh, interviews because sometimes I have other projects going on and I just haven't created the time for myself to go conduct an interview. Okay, no problem. I'll post them when I can. But the fact that I'm posting anything at all is better than not posting anything at all, right? <laughs> so I want you to do the same. A lot of times we think we have to have everything down pat, everything perfect. The perfection is in the imperfection, you know? People are like, well, you know, shouldn't you be more consistent with your podcast? No, it's my damn show. Well, what about posting online? No, it's your online presence. What about, you know, how many, how many business to personal I, don't, I mean, don't shove only business down people's throat. There's not a perfect equation out there. Typically, it's like if you're going to post 10 things, then two things can be business and eight things should be, you know, more personal related. But is that a perfect equation? No. What if you can only post five things? Well, then post five things. Who cares? Post something. Be be present. It doesn't have to be perfect all the time. It doesn't have to be. And And by the way... If you can get down to routine and consistency, then then more power to you. Those are best practices. Those are things that that come with experience and time. But a lot of times we prevent ourselves from moving forward and doing anything at all. This is the same with lead generation, right? Like one of the one of the exceptions that I I had mentioned. I'm like, you can apply this to almost anything, like with few exceptions. One of those few exceptions would be geographical farming. If you're going to just put a postcard out there like once a year, that's probably not going to have as big an impact. You're not going to be as memorable because the purpose of geographical farming is it's all about impressions, impressions, impressions. But if it's the difference between putting nothing out and putting something out and doing some kind of lead gen somewhere, sure, get comfortable doing it sometimes. We we get too in this mode of like, well, I can't if I can't do it exactly the way I want, then I'm not doing it at all. And then before you know it, you're not doing anything at all because nothing is perfect the way that you hoped that it would be. And then you're screwed. Then you're out of business. So something is better than nothing. And I think we overthink this all the time. I got to be consistent. I got to be consistent. Yeah be consistent at posting something when you can and be consistent at being happy for other people and engaging and being like genuinely interested in their lives and like, say what's up to them. You like catching up with friends? I do. So catch up with them on social media. Be excited to learn more about people, right? You don't have to have a certain exact number of posts every day, all day, whatever. If you do again, more power to you. If you don't and you want to great, you'll get there, but don't try to make everything perfect and get everything dialed in, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I, missed, I, I I just don't have time to do this, so I'm not going to do any of it at all. No, just do what you have time for. Okay? The fifth thing is trying to do all social media. There's literally thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of different social media platforms out there. Pick one. Any of them. Pick any of them. You don't have to be on all of them, pick any of them. It's just like the last thing. It's like people go, "Oh, well, you know, I don't have a social media presence, but I have to be on uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and and in uh, Clubhouse and LinkedIn and Reddit and what like okay, you don't though. You don't have to be on all those. Pick one. What's your favorite one? Start with that. When it becomes second nature and you get and, and you find your consistency and you find your routine or whatever that looks like, great. No problem. Add another one. But just start with what's manageable. We overthink this stuff all the time, you guys. We got to stop doing that. So the quick summary, and I will make this one quick. I always say, oh, I'm going to summarize and then I feel like I repeat the episode. So I call myself out on it. Let's see if I can do this in like between 30 and 60 seconds summary. Five big mistakes on social media that agents make when conducting uh, or building a presence on social media. Okay, number one, is an agent would hire a company to do all of it for them and never actually participate company should be a supplement, not a replacement for you. Okay. Number two, an agent only posts about real estate stuff and doesn't show the true person that they are. So whether it's another company posting or, or you posting, you still need to engage personally and post personal stuff because people need to get to know you and the company posting for you doesn't know you right. You need to show people the person that you are. People like being able to relate to folks that they work with. So that's how we build trust and rapport. Number three is faking it. Don't fake it. Just be you. There's too many. If you want to be uncommon, then don't fake it. Most people do fake it. So be the one that doesn't. That's cool. Number four, thinking that you have to have perfect consistency before you can do it. Now it's okay. Something's better than nothing. If you just do it when you can, that's great. Do it when you can. Do it when you think of it. doesn't have to be uh, you know, 10 posts a day. Can't think of something to post? Don't post it. Can't think of something to post? Go on there and, and wish someone a happy day. That's fine. Post on somebody else's timeline. Hey, happy birthday, whatever. And number five, trying to do all the different social medias. Uh, you'd never be able to do them all even if you wanted to. So pick one and go with it. When you feel comfortable, you can add another one. Pick one and go with it. When you feel comfortable, add another one, period. It's just that simple, all right? Make it happen. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast, would you do me a huge favor? Would you smash the subscribe button if you haven't already? What the heck? Do that. And then would you also go give us a five-star review? Give us a five-star review. Write one up. Write one up for us. Give us five stars and then be like, man, I love this podcast and here's why. And uh, and, and then share it with someone, would you? Let them know about it. We're out here trying to be honest, trying to be forward. I'm not apologetic about you know being different. I'm trying not to, you know, blow smoke up your ass. That's not how we're doing it. So let's just, uh, let's continue doing this. If you're enjoying the podcast, I greatly appreciate you giving me a, a positive review. If you're not enjoying the podcast, but you're like, you know what? Um, I want to put some good out in the world. I'm going to give James a positive review anyway. Then uh, I also love you for that. So thank you. <laughs> and uh, and if you need something from me, please email james at reraw.com. This was a fantastic opportunity to talk about something that was emailed in, and I'm so grateful to have uh, have the opportunity to hopefully help some of you out, okay? Help you think about stuff a little bit. I'm not going to solve all your problems, but I'm hoping that I can influence you, give you some inspiration and help you solve some of your own problems, right? All right, that's all I got for you today. Remember something, real agents work. Make sure you are one of them. Take care.